Good evening, everyone. Welcome to our Wednesday night Bible study. We greet you in the name of Jesus. Our online congregation, we welcome and greet you and love you too. I've been reading in the uh, in the book of Proverbs, and every time I read in this book, it just feels different. As you know, the purpose of the book is to bring divine truth into the proper focus, and it helps us look at life through God's all-knowing point of view and living accordingly. Because this book covers nearly every aspect of life, values, moral behavior, and right conduct, the book is also about submission to the will of God, which is the beginning of wisdom. In Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. We need to be on constant guard of what we're doing or what's going on inside of us because what's inside of us will make its way out, as we all know. We need to fill our minds with God's word regularly, proactively filtering what our minds and our eyes consume, praying for wisdom and help from God regularly. Those who are wise will hear and increase in learning. They will spend their time talking to God, watching and listening to his word and guidance. As we spend time in prayer, seeking God's guidance for life's decisions and help for godly living, Proverb provides a rich resource of heavenly insight into how God wants us to think, speak, and act in our daily, day-to-day living. If you're here tonight and you're looking for God's wisdom, please stand with me. If you're here and you're in need of a prayer for a family member, friend, or neighbor, please raise your hand. If you're here in need of financial blessing, raise both hands. Let's go to God and ask him for a sound heart, a just heart. Let's ask him for wisdom and to seek his advice and guidance. Lord Jesus, we come to you, Lord Jesus. You're the mighty God, the everlasting Father, Lord Jesus. You are the living water, Father. There's no one greater than you, Lord Jesus. Your power and your wisdom is infinite, Lord Jesus. We come to you, Lord Jesus, with a humble heart, Lord Jesus, and the desire to obey your commandments, Father. Help us, Lord Jesus, to hear you, Lord Jesus, to hear you clearly and follow your instructions, Lord Jesus. Help us, Father, to be neighborly, Lord Jesus. Help us, Father, Lord Jesus, to be your light, Lord Jesus, in this dark world, Lord Jesus. Help us to be representatives in front of the people that we work for, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord Jesus, for every opportunity, Lord Jesus, for every opportunity that you give us, Lord Jesus to follow your commands, Lord Jesus, to spend time with you, Lord Jesus, to seek your word, Lord Jesus, to run to you, Lord Jesus, for shelter, Lord Jesus. We need you, Father, Lord Jesus. We need you, Lord Jesus, 
we pray, Father, Lord Jesus, that you will guide our steps, Lord Jesus. You will guide our steps, Lord Jesus, in the direction and the path that we need, Lord Jesus, so we can remain righteous, Lord Jesus, and holy in your sight and in your name, Father. We pray, Father. We pray for our humble hearts, Lord Jesus. We pray, Father, Lord Jesus, for those that are here that are in need, Lord Jesus. We pray for them, their family members, their friends, Lord Jesus. We pray for their communities, Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, Father. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a round of applause tonight. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Before you're seated, I'm going to ask you to turn to your neighbor and say, good to see you tonight. Amen. Turn to the other person to your right or your left and say, good to see you tonight. That's all right. Come on, Jay. Come give me a fist. Come on. It's good to see you. It's all good. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Praise God. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. Amen. I want to take this time out to welcome everyone tonight that are here in the house of God to our Bible study. So honored to be in His presence tonight. Amen. Our online congregation, we welcome you tonight. Amen. Truly in His presence, there is fullness of joy. At the right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Before we get into our Bible study tonight, I'm going to ask you to Pray with me one more time before we get into our study. I pray for a pastor who's under the weather. I'm going to pray for Brother Kellerman. I pray for Brother Henry. Aunt, the Guthrie's. Andy. 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 Andine. Amen. So we're going to invite you to stand with us one more time as we pray. Amen. We have a, a few folks that are out tonight due to weather, um, due to ailments in their body. Um, you know, we just live in a challenging time. You know, th- things, if I would rightly put it this way, things are not the same as it used to be. And, you know, not only that it affect our physical body, it also affects our mental body also. And, um, you know, except for the grace of God, you know, I mean, a lot of us will still be lost. And, um, you know, I'm grateful tonight that God has, you know, been so good to us. So let's just go to the Lord in prayer as we pray tonight before we go into our study. Father God, we thank you one more time for coming to your presence tonight. We truly love you. We truly adore you. We exalt you. We honor you, Lord God. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor tonight, Lord God. We thank you for bringing us in your presence one more time, Lord God. We ask you to forgive us for every sins, O oh God. Cleanse us within our bodies, Lord God, our minds. Father God, as we pray tonight, Lord God, we pray for a pastor tonight, Lord God, that you'll touch his body, Lord God. Touch him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, Lord God. Let your healing virtue move through him, O God. I pray for Brother Kellerman tonight, Lord God, that you'll touch his body likewise, O God. I pray and ask you that your healing virtue will move through his body, Lord God. 
Touch brother Henry, Lord God, tonight. Let your healing virtue move through him in the name of Jesus. Touch the Godfrey's, Lord God, tonight, Lord Godfrey's. We ask you that your healing virtue will move through them tonight, Lord God. Lord God, for those in our midst tonight that are, oh God, feeling pain in their body, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, that your healing virtue will move through them, Lord. For our online congregation that is watching tonight, Lord God, those that are in pain, oh God, whatever their needs are tonight, Lord God, we ask you to touch them tonight in the name of Jesus. Oh God, bless this congregation, Lord God. Touch my body tonight. Use me as your vessel, Lord God. Lord God, that your words will go forth, Lord God, with unction and with anointing, Lord God. Touch my mind tonight. Give us strength, Lord God. Give us direction. Give us wisdom. Continue to send us souls from the east, west, north, and south. We ask you to continue to cover us, Lord God. Keep us tonight, Lord God, as we continue to worship you and praise you. We want to say thanks in the name of Jesus. And can we just call him by his name, everybody? Come on, let's call him by his name, everybody. Jesus. One more time. Jesus. Hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we're so honored that we can magnify and call on the name of Jesus. Amen. Because that's the name that saved our soul from sin and give us peace and joy within. Amen. The Lord bless you. You may be seated tonight. Amen. We want to thank you again one more time as we welcome you and thank you for braving the weather. I think today is one of the coldest days we had um, since the sea, well, the winter hasn't begun yet, but, you know, it, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. But I feel like it's already here, Sister Oscar. Amen. And we bundled up. I think I have on probably overdressed myself. My wife gave me this. She gave me that. She said, we're this. And I'm saying, okay, you know. I'm, you know so I said, what are you going to do? You just go with the floor, right, with the thumb? You're not going to find do what I told you, you know. Put it on. <laughs> Amen. But uh, it's so good to be in his presence one more time. Uh, I, I want to talk on Psalms 24 tonight. I, I don't want to talk on it in a different different um, form. I'm, I'm going through some resources and different things. And, um, uh, I, I, um, um, you know, I, I was driving today and... Um, um, when, when Pastor texted me, um, you know, to if I could teach tonight, uh, I said, um, you know, I respond back to him and said, uh, you know, no problem, you know, Pastor. Um, and then while I was driving, you know, you're driving, you start to go through your notes, different things start to come up. And then for some reason, the Lord led me to um, Psalms 24. And, um, you know, very familiar scripture, I only have 10 verses. Um, but, you know, it's ten powerful verses. And, and I'm going to try my best to um, go, through, go through as much as I can tonight. Amen. I'm going to try my best not to keep us long here tonight. Amen. I think I got like at least an hour worth of uh, message, but I'm not sure if we're going to go that long. Whatever the Lord have in store, we'll just go with the flow. Um, in Psalms 24, um, it said, the church today long for a renewal in worship. So, you know, oftentimes we hear, you know, the, 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 the phrase, if you please, um, or the saying, um, worship is what the Lord needs from us. 
um, in, in, in the actual verse, it said in Psalms 24, it said, The hurt is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. My, my subject tonight is going to be, The Lord need more of our worship. Um, the question was asked, what is worship? Worship can be defined in many ways. In, uh, or the answer can be defined in many ways. If you look into the Oxford Dictionary, it can define it as the feeling or expression or reverence or adoration uh, for a deity. And if you look on the Hebrew word for the same word worship, it means literally. It said to bow down, uh, to prostrate oneself. Prostrate oneself. It reveals the attitude and the position of a person subject to a reigning king. So, you know, if I pause just for a few seconds and said, okay, um, what is the right way of worship? You may say to me, um, Brother Scarlett, I don't think there is a right or wrong way of worship, if you please. You can worship in your sleep, if you please, lying down. You can worship kneeling down, if you please. You know, we have different ways in which we express ourselves. I, I, I know, um, you know, for, you know, I don't call myself a true sport fanatic, but I'm a fan, so to speak. And when my team is doing well, you know, I go crazy. But, you know, I, I, so, so, so I'm going to be real with us tonight. So while, while I was watching uh, the game this past weekend, um, you know, the, the, of course, you know, I'm an eager fan for most of you uh, other fans that are here. You know, I'm not trying to, you know throw anything on you. But um, you, you got your different team that you worship and you, you know, you love and different things, you know. So that's all right. Um, so, you know, they're, they're losing. I'm saying, no, not again. They're winning. We say, yeah, excitement, you know, all over in the house, excitement. Everybody has excitement. Losing, it was like, oh, not again. When they won the game, man, it was like, oh, something exploded in the house. In fact, I even went, took my trumpet out, and I was making noise in the neighborhood. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, I, I think it was a uh, lot. And they went to the championship game last year. I uh, took my trumpet out, and I was playing the Eagles flight song on my trumpet. So, you know, a couple of neighbors run around, everybody came out, and said, play it again, they're recording, and so forth, so on, going all crazy. And I'm like, okay. So I'm saying, you know, people are, 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 you know, choose what they choose to worship, and how they express themselves in what they worship. And then I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that and said, listen, God is much more. And what really hurts me is that sometimes when we come in the house of God, we don't take the time to worship God the way we need to. Remember, he's the one that created us. I don't want to get ahead of myself here. 
But remember, he's the one that created us. Remember, he's the one that blew breath in our nostril and we became a living soul. If it wasn't for the goodness of the Lord, we would not be here. Uh, you know, you, you got some, some people from different traditions, from the African traditions. They will come and they will be so appreciative of things. You know, things that they would wish they would have. And when we have things that the Lord just make ways and open up doors for us, we don't take the time to let the Lord know how much we appreciate Him, how much we thank Him for all the things that He has done for us. Amen. So we read in Psalms 95 verse 6, it said, Oh, come, let us sing. Let us bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. To worship is to submit, to surrender. When we come to worship the Lord, we come to surrender to him. The goal of our worship, however, is when it's informed by Psalms 24, is the entrance of the King of Glory. Our hearts will be satisfied with nothing less. Thus when God revealed himself to Moses in a burning bush when he was not consumed, Moses saw a glimpse of the divine glory. But later Moses asked the Lord, please show me your glory. And that's in Exodus 33 verse 18. God answered him by passing by his glory. But Moses was not allowed to see his face. There are many times we're just going to feel a Shekinah, if you please. Glory just moved by ourselves. And we're going to look to say, what was that? Remember when we're in his presence. There are so many things can happen when we are in his presence. Then when the tabernacle was completed, the cloud of God covered it. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And you can read some more of that if you want in Exodus chapter 40 verse 34. Thus Israel experienced God's glory in that place. Jack A. would recount the early days of his ministry of the church of the way in California. In January of 1971, as he was leaving the sanctuary for home on a Saturday afternoon, he saw the room filled with a, a, a slippery mess, you know, a, a haze if you please. And... Um, there was, there was no natural explanation for what he saw since there was no dust or snooze in the room, no smoke or nothing in the sky. But checking the prior room next door, Jack found such a phenomenon. Uh, he returned to the, the sanctuary and stood in glow. He was like, wow, what was that? Then he heard the Lord speak and said, it is what you think it is. God had filled the room with his glory. Remember the Bible tells us in Acts that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, something did happen. They were all in one accord. 
in one place. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven. As of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house. It didn't fill some place. All the house, wherever they were. And they appear unto them, cloven tongues, just a fire. Then he heard the Lord speak. I read that already. And, and um, God filled the house. With his glory. The next morning, the attendance almost doubled uh, for the morning service. So, so this is what I, I, I kind of suspect and realize that when, whenever we are truly soloed or to the point where, you know, we take our salvation more serious, so to speak, and when we decide to fast and pray to the Lord and ask Him for direction, for wisdom, for sending us souls, and when we constantly, when everyone is in one accord, when everyone is one place, when we all are on the same path, you know, things do happen. But when some people do what they want to do, and others do what they want to do or don't want to do, then we're not on one accord. The Bible said two can't walk unless they agree. If I need to go down the street and my wife say, she's not coming with me, we're not going to go together. If she said, okay, I will walk with you, brother, or honey, or whatever, we will go together. And we agree, we touch and agree. We're two or three, wherever we are, whenever we are in His presence, and whenever we can agree on something, God will be in the midst of it. The, the Lord was visiting His people, and His glory was manifest. Our worship as it is goal, the glory of God. We see this glory fulfilled in the face of Jesus Christ. As John put it, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. And that's in John 1 verse 14. Traditionally, Psalms 24 as ascribed to David. He said, one possible historic setting is the removal of the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem. The holy place in verse 3 of the same chapter in um, uh, Psalms 24 would then refer to the tabernacle and the gate and the doors. In verse 7 and 9, it would refer to the city entrance. Some scholar placed this psalms later in the temper, stressing the question and answer in form as clue to its usage. It has been given the form of entrance. And um, I believe that we should accept David's authorship. However, uh, the thoughts um, in psalms move from the confession of character in verse 1 to 2. The qualification to worship in verse 3 to 6. And conclude with a welcome to the conquering king. And that's in verse 7 to 10. We come to the confession of the creator. 
The well-known confession with the Psalms 24 begin reflects in Genesis 1 verse 1. It said, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. All creation has its origin. It's God, therefore, belongs to him. Everything belongs to God. He is the one that made all things. The, full fa- the fullness means all that fill the creation. We now see that this belongs to Christ. For example, Paul tells the Colossians that all things have come into being through him. For by him all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth. Visible, invisible, whether it be throne, dominion, principalities, or power. All things created by him, through him, and for him. And that's in Colossians 1 verse 16. Since all things created for Christ, all things have been created to, all we are created to serve him and to worship him. All things are for him. God made us for us to worship him. And whenever we get the chance to worship him, don't take it for granted. Let God know how much we love him, how much we appreciate him, how much we thank him. Amen. Because what he has done for us, it's only him alone of the ability to do what, you know, he did. Since... All things were created for Christ and all things have been created for him to serve him. We are to worship him. Paul concludes, for it pleases the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell. And that's in Colossians 1 verse 19. This includes, of course, all the people of the planet. Those who dwell therein and we are his. In verse 2, it reflects in Genesis 1, verse 5 through 13. It said, the story of creation of the fulfillment that divided the water and the appearance of dry land. It went on to say, according to the Old Testament, the earth rests upon the ocean. And in Psalms 136, verse 6, it said, those, the water literally and purely of the river would be currently of the sea and on the stream. Which means, in other words, all the water and all the stream, what God created, everything was created for God. And everything that God created, so to speak, if you please, amen. God, when God looked at it, it said, well done, it was good. When God created human beings, it said it was good. God didn't just create us, us just for us to be alone. He created us so that we can have a relationship with Him. And whenever we disconnect that relationship with God, we stop worshiping God. But whenever we stay connected with God, He's going to sustain us. He's going to keep us. He's going to provide for us. He's going to make ways when there seems to be no way. Hallelujah. We're serving an awesome God. confession of God as creator in verse 1 and 2 answer the question, whom do we worship? We worship God who has made us. We are to come before him with singing. 
that know that the Lord, He is God. It is He that has made us and not we ourselves. We should enter into His gate with thanksgiving and into His court with praise. Thus, God deserve, does God deserve our worship? Yes, he does desire our worship. Not some of it. You know, um, you know I'm, I'm talking to, to, to Mama Jay, um, and, you know, she always said to me, Brother Scarlett, once I'm have strength and I can move around, I'm not going to let nothing stop me from coming to the house of God. What that means to me for, for, for a young person, so to speak, like me, if you please, depending on who you ask, right, Sister Christy, that encourages me. If, if, if my body allow me to go into the door whenever the doors are open, I'm not, not going to let nothing separate me, if all possible. Well, if you have to work to provide for your family and your home, that's understandable. But if you don't have to, once the doors of the church are open, there should be not nothing that should stop you to enter into the gate. Because when we enter into the gate, it's just a different feel whenever we get. We, we, we don't get this kind of feeling when we stay home. I, I guarantee you, or, you know, if I had it in my pocket, which I don't have my wallet, I, I would probably, you know, ask you, um, when was the last time you stayed at home and feel the same way you feel when you come to the house of God? I'm sure if I take a census, you probably will say, bro, uh, you're right. And I'm being honest with you. It's not the same. It never will be the same. You see, even though we, we you know, when the Bible talks about we are royal priesthood, we, we are peculiar, we, we, we are special, we are from, from, from different uh, ethnic groups. We are from different parents, so to speak. Um, you, you, if you find that when we come together as one, it, we, we, we draw from each other. And the only way, we, you know, we have our natural family that we have home, but we don't get the same natural feeling that we get when we are connected, like when we're connected to God, because we're here for one purpose, and that's to connect to the man of God. Amen. We're here because God's been so good to us, and we're here to let him know that we're here just for him. Because the Bible says, oh, can they hear except there be, uh, there be a preacher? And oh, can he preach except he be sent? So therefore, we have to make sure when the words go forth, and of course, you can say to me, hey, bro, listen, I can stay home and I can read my Bible, and I'm not saying nothing wrong with that. Nothing is wrong with that. Because if you stay home, and I can understand, you've got different ailments going on in the body, and you have to make sure you, you know, follow your doctor's advice, you know, whatever the case may be. But stay in the Word. Be not of this world. Love not this world. The Bible says all that is in the world is the lust of the high, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. When we get caught up in those things, we don't worship God. Because God don't seek for us to dwell in those kind of things. When we come into his presence, we are one. We sit together and we worship God because God inhabits the praises of his people. Amen.
Come on, give the Lord a round of applause. Hallelujah. Worship him tonight. So let me just turn quickly in, in uh, the, the chapter here, Psalms 24, which I read a couple of verses already. Uh, verse 2, he said in Psalms 24, For he had found it upon the sea and established it upon the flood. Who shall ascend into the hills of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? Not only... That you can go into his presence and stand anyhow you want to stand. But you have to have a clean hand and a pure heart. That's what the Bible said. He that have, in verse 4, he that have a clean hand and a pure heart. Who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity nor sworn deceitfully. He said, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and the righteousness from the God of our salvation. Nobody else can give you salvation except for God. He's the one that died for us. He's the one that's coming back for us. Uh, believe it or not, when we go, if we die with him, the Bible said, uh, the trumpet, when the trumpet sound, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and those which remain alive will caught up to meet him in the air. He said, this is the, genera- the generation of them, uh, in verse 6, uh, the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. He said, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. He went on to say, who is the king of glory? There is only one that is the king of glory. He is the king of kings, if you please. He is the Lord of all lords. He is the conquering lion of the tribe of Judah. Amen. There is none like him. The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. He said, lift up your heads, O ye gates. Even lift them up, ye everlasting door. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. I'm so glad I know he is the king of kings. Hallelujah. He is the Lord of all lords. I love him tonight. I worship him. God, you've been so good to us, O God. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for being so good to us. Oh, Father God, we ask you to continue to keep us, Lord God. Lord, we honor you tonight, Lord God, with everything that we have, Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let's just take some time and just worship the Lord. Let's just worship him because the Lord desires us to worship him. Father God, we worship you tonight, Lord God, because you are worthy. We worship you because you're holy, Lord God. We worship you because there is none like you, Lord God. We worship you because you are the one that is and that is to come. Oh God, you are our keeper, Lord God. You are our shield and our butler, Lord God. Father God, we adore you, Lord God. We honor you, Lord. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Lord God, we love you, Lord God. 
Oh, let your will be done tonight in this place, oh God. Father God, we ask you to touch your people, Lord God, tonight. Give us a heart to worship you, Lord God. Give us a mind to worship you, Lord God. Help us not to get weary in well-doing, Lord God. For you said in due season, we shall reap if we faint not, Lord God. You said the race is not for the swift, nor the battle for the strong. Oh, hallelujah, we honor you, Lord. Oh, we magnify your name tonight. Thank you, Jesus, for being so good to us, oh God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for all that you have done for us, oh God. Hallelujah. Oh, magnify your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. You, you know, there are just some times when you just want to just forget about everything else. And you just want to shut into his presence. Where, where, where you can just, just feel his kind of glory. Just, 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 just come over you. But, but we get so, so distracted. We get so carried away with so many things. We sit down and we have a million things going on through our mind. Oh, um, the baby diaper need to change. Oh, my bill wasn't paid. My, my service is going to get disconnected. And we're going through all kinds of things. And, and God don't get what he needs from us. And if we should take a minute just to look back and say, God, I know I've sinned. I've fallen short to your glory, Lord God. I haven't been doing the things that I need to do for you, Lord. I'm not praying the way I need to pray. I'm not worshiping the way I need to worship. And that's because we get so carried away with the things of this world. But the Bible says we should lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily beset us. And let us run this race together. Let's just stay together. Because the more we work together, the happier we will be. All of us. Not some of us. But we have to continue to do it together. When the doors are open, make yourself available. We need you. The songwriter said, you are my brother. You are my sister. So take me by my hand. Together we will work. We're in this thing together, church. Come on, let's give the Lord some more praise tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for all that you've done for us, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm just going to go through one other piece of my note here, and then we'll get ready to get out of here. As I refer to in, in Psalms 24, there the, the verse that talk about the king of glory is also the king who brings in his kingdom. Jesus proclaimed that the kingdom of God is at hand. And that is Mark 1 verse 15. As he began his public ministry, like warriors returning home with a spoil of victory, he has come to pardon Satan's dominion in order to restore God's uh, creation, which has been stolen from us. You know, the devil came and he steal and he take away from us. He, he, he see that we are destined for something good. And he tried to take away our joy. He tried to take away our peace. He tried to take away 
of our happiness. And when we allow the devil to come into our life and try to take away everything, we, 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 we don't get to, you know, praise him the way we want to praise him. So don't let the devil steal your joy. Don't let the devil steal your joy. Don't let him stop you from praising God. Don't feel bad when you praise him. If you want to drive and say hallelujah, I've done it many times. I'm driving down the street and I just said hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because I'm not going to quench his spirit. If God's spirit come upon you wherever you are. Don't feel that you should be ashamed. The Bible says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation. If you're not ashamed of him, he's not going to be ashamed of you. Amen. I'm going to invite you all to stand with us here tonight. Amen. I want to thank you. As we continue to worship the Lord tonight, let's just make it be our duty and our business to worship him. He needs us to worship him. Amen is the source of our strength. So as we pray tonight, let's keep your mind on the Lord. Amen. Come to the worship of the Lord. The Lord will continue to sustain us. The Lord will keep us. Amen. Let's just pray one more time. Father God, we love you. We thank you, Lord God, for being so good to us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for keeping us, Lord God. We thank you for your words tonight, Lord God. Thy words have I hid in my heart that I will not sin against thee, O God. Lord God, help us not to be ashamed to worship you wherever we are, Lord God. Oh God, we ask you, Lord God, that you will cover us, Lord God. We ask you to bless our home, bless every family that is there, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to keep us, Lord God. We ask you for wisdom and direction. Help us, Lord God, in whatever we do, Lord God. We'll take the time to worship you. Because the more we worship you, the more you bless us. Oh, God, the more you pour upon us, Lord God. And, Father God, we ask you, Lord God, that you will continue to bless this facility, Lord God. Continue to send us souls. People that are hungry for your word, Lord. People that are destined for you, Lord God. People that are willing to serve you with everything that they have, Lord. We ask you to keep us, Lord. We ask you to dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence, Lord. We ask your will to be done. We ask you to cover us and protect us as we travel on the highways and the byways. Protect us from accident, from dangers, or from anything that would hinder us, Lord God. We ask you to bring us home safely and bring us back when the doors are open again, Lord. We come in ourselves to you and we thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for this privilege tonight. In Jesus' name, man. Can we just say amen, everybody? And just worship the Lord tonight as you dismiss in Jesus name hallelujah we adore you and thank you Lord hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Jesus well, prayer bre- breakfast this Saturday amen make sure you come out and um, be with us God bless you all